0: Welcome to the Florida versus podcast.
1: You know, I got one for you. (laughs) Holy cow! What? (laughs) <laughs> Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Oh my goodness, I almost forgot what I was going to be making for food today. I'm your host, Peter Murphy. Today and every day I'm here. This podcast, Florida Versus. Today, since it's Tuesday, I'm going to tell you what I'm making food-wise. You know, I'm going to go back to my, uh, my, my cereal recipe. Oh, is there a recipe to cereal? <laughs> there can be. This time, I'm doing... I'm talking... Lucky Charms, then vanilla almond milk on top of that trail mix. What? He's a madman. Then, you know, you have two bowls of that, then just settle into the couch, and, you know, you can just fall asleep for the next five, six hours in a a sugar coma. (laughs) Well, don't fall asleep on this episode, because today I have... Floridian Janine Hogan, the looping queen. She's absolutely fantastic. We we chat about where she grew up in Florida, Port St. Lucie. Ty- the Tyler Hadley story. If you don't know about that, it's, this episode is worth listening to to the very end where we talk about Tyler Hadley. The Tyler Hadley story. I mean, if you don't know about it, it's going to absolutely shock you. And by the time it comes up in this episode, you will have forgotten that I had mentioned it. Uh, she also uh, lives in Los Angeles, moved from Florida. We talk about the move. We talk about her wild jobs that she ha- she's had here working on a porn set, which is very fun. <laughs> I have no experience doing that. Don't, you know, at least not professionally. Uh, she's also featured on the Netflix show Floor is Lava. Oh, man. we talk- we're- And we're talking public subs, too. She talks about the public subs. She's, she's a wild one. Uh, Her public suborder is pretty wild, but but also, you know, it's delicious. Port St. Lucie, home of the spring training, home of the Mets, home of Janine Hogan, home of Megan Fox. Good place to come from. Good place to come from. Oh, another fun job she used to have was uh, she worked on a Bigfoot show. So she's the authority on all things porn, Bigfoot slash conspiracy. We share some conspiracies and just wild party stories. She's a good person, good friend, and uh, I hope you get to know her a little better on today's podcast. Enjoy. Everybody gets a song. Janine Hogan. That's her name from Florida, Florida. Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie is the most beautiful port to be from. <laughs> How you like that? A Flor- its good to have a fellow Floridian on the program. The one, the only, the looping queen out of Port St. Lucie. Comedies, you know, favorite chick janine hogan
0: hi thank you so much for having me it's so great to feel right at home with another piece of florida trash <laughs> you um, know exactly just right where i belong
1: <laughs> it's something about i don't know what's going on with me today but i've definitely amid the pandemic i put on some weight my hair's grown out my i'm my facial hair is growing out in only of a, a, a goatee formation and i've I've decided to put on three different bright colors today so i feel like mostly i feel more myself than i've ever felt since i moved to la
0: hell yeah nice <laughs> i love that
1: <laughs> thanks yeah thanks that's for me uh janine uh out of port st Lucie. so we're gonna chat today before we do uh about florida comparison florida stories uh let's do plugs is there anything uh, you'd like to draw the listeners to to check out uh or anything upcoming that you have uh any interesting stuff
0: yeah if you wanna uh follow me on instagram and TikTok, it's j9 underscore hogan um or on you know on facebook youtube twitch i do a lot of looping live streams if that's your thing nice um I also, if you're only a pot you're like, listen, I listen to podcasts only. That's all I'll ever fucking do. Don't tell me to do anything else. Mm-mm. I have two podcasts. Uh, you can check out JM Space Podcast. We make music it's on Starburn's network. And Totally Rad with Alyssa Sabo uh, is our talk show, our teenage talk show. And so <laughs> if you wanted to do those things, you could. And if not, I could go fuck myself. That's fine too. Whatever.
1: Well, you know, both are an option. What was the first podcast? Totally rad, but before that one it was
0: Jam Space.
1: Jam Space. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you do and you do the loops. That's so fun, man.
0: I do. Yeah, it's been on a real pause because Sure. It's impossible to do improvised music without lag remotely. Right. So we're just now getting back to it. Um Awesome because it just sounded bad. We were just like, hey, this is bad. Let's not put out bad <laughs> episodes um where people just like are listening to it and they're like, this doesn't line up. My skin is tight. Um so but yeah, it's fun. It's fun as fuck. We like talk about aliens and shit.
1: Oh, damn. Heck yeah, man. That's exciting. Uh what's Okay, so uh, just before we move on, I wanted to talk about the plugs. I Instagram, I get. And like I get it, Instagram what it has, what it started as, what it's become. What is, what does it take to be successful on TikTok? And should I start a TikTok channel?
0: I think you should start it. It's one of the only social medias where followers kind of doesn't matter because they're so easy to get. Like, like there's so many people with so many followers because people are very generous with their follow button on TikTok. Mm. Um, the only reason I plug it is because I have built more of a following on there than anything else. Yeah. Zero um, percent to do with myself. Uh, anytime I post music or any comedy, it does bomb. Uh, it, I <sighs> have become a cute couples tick talker with my ex. So I haven't really figured out how to. Rebrand that bad boy. <laughs> uh, so if you want to go there and uh, just pretend to like anything I ever post, that would help me out a lot.
1: You should just sub in a new person and don't mention anything. Just you like cast it,
0: refer to them as the same name.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Just cast them. Just cat you know, put an open casting call and say you know for a whole weekend and just be like, listen, we're just going to do a bunch of a couple of TikToks and this is the job. And just yeah, see if anybody pays, catches on.
0: It pays exactly what I make: zero dollars. So <laughs> hop on board is a great opportunity,
1: but it pays an experience and an exposure, and you know those things in LA that that pays the rent.
0: That's money right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's better than money. That's better than crypto. That's you know uh, that will make you feel good, uh, yeah. <laughs> hardly. Yeah, I had I had this strange experience with a TikTok competitor. And it made me question all of social media. You might be, you might have the point of view to like set me straight here, but basically I was contacted by, so I was posting a lot of stuff on Instagram uh, towards the beginning of this year. Cause we were all trapped inside, you know, whatever. And then uh, this comedy friend I had submitted to her show in the past. And then she like looked me up and she, she, she helped curate this instagram that like highlighted certain comedians and certain profiles and i was like hey well you know i've got this music video they recorded in 2019 and blah 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 and she followed up with me and she was like hey do you want to work for this company and if you do 10 episodes of a you know vertical i don't know what it's called like vertical videos 10 of those uh will pay will pay you will pay you And then we'll promote you on the platform. And I was like, okay, sure. Easy money. So I teamed up with my buddy Trevor and we did it. And then there was an issue because two of our videos had like a copywriting issue with like music or something. Mm -hmm. And then people from the company contacted us and were like, you know what? Just archive this channel, like the profile that we created, create a new one, tell us the name and we'll refill and upload those videos that all the videos you had, but we'll refill your followers and your likes and your views as if they were just going to input those numbers and i and when they said that i was like of course this shit happens like the stakes are too high for it not to happen right like 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 that that's a, a, an easy keystroke right like wouldn't you think like for TikTok or for wherever to just input like a number
0: yeah they just like drag and drop all your followers and likes which is crazy I
1: don't even yeah yeah exactly and it's
0: weird that that was the like this is very off topic but it's weird that that was the easiest way for them they were like this is how we do it we're gonna nuke the entire profile and just build you a new one and we'll move everything over it's I'm just like I feel like you could have just took down those two videos
1: yeah exactly but they, they didn't have a because they were a TikTok competitor or they are and they're new they didn't have I don't think a stance on, comp- um competitive or like music licensing or anything like that. Yeah. So they were just like, you know what? Start this over, see if our algorithm flags this. And I was like, and it made me think about all social media. Like it's impossible for some, it made me think that there, it's impossible for something to be authentically trending uh, because like, like, especially in Twitter, like if you think about Twitter and let's say like subway is uh is like the sponsored main trending topic or whatever they they pay for their trending sponsorship or whatever that day Peta isn't gonna you know isn't gonna make a dent i think that like twitter would say like all right if t- PETA's trying to create like a hashtag on this day they'll just kind of suppress it like like wouldn't that doesn't that make sense that that would happen or I mean, you're, you have more I've, faith in them than me
0: no i fucking don't i'm sure if there's <laughs> money involved yeah absolutely like and and i think it's like with ads and and companies and branded things they're just like yeah we're gonna boost this because we make money off this we're not making fucking money off joe schmoe who's tweeting about his butthole like that's (laughs) not that's not where they make their money so they're like we're not gonna put more effort into this um the the thing that i like about tiktok in comparison to other uh social medias is that like the thing the Mm idea The science behind what gets popular makes no fucking sense. Really? What is it? Because, well, it's like anything can blow up. Like, it's always surprising, and it has so much to do with, like, your algorithm and whatever the fuck. And, like, because their For You page is not just the For You page. It's curated for every single person. So, like, mine is very curated for things that I have liked and have watched before, and it's more like, They I don't know how they decide. I mean, they have people watch the videos and they're like, this is kind of goes in this department and like send it to you. So you're you're not watching the same like 10 trending videos like everyone is on YouTube or Mm. whatever. You're watching that stuff that they're like, this is the type of stuff that you like that also has a lot of views. And I like that because I think it adds to like and I think that's why followers tend to not have as much of a like monetary value in our world on TikTok because like there's just it's you know more people have more followers easier than they do on other apps that's interesting because it's like it makes no fucking sense like it could be the most wild dumb shit and just because it's like kind of weird or whatever it'll pick up and blow up and i I love that it reminds me of like vine
1: Uh, oh r.i.p vine
0: r.i.p
1: vine those those vine babes uh yeah i had a friend i had a friend who Broke down TikTok for me. He uh, he he's like not in the entertainment industry and he made a point to say that he doesn't like anything on TikTok. So the algorithm, I I don't know. He was trying to say, like, I have this pure algorithm because I don't like anything is uncurated. But he was like, There's chicks and I know him. And I know (laughs) I know this is still towards him, but like he it's all he was what he described to me, all women twerking. Uh, <laughs> goofy pranks, and then uh parents lip syncing. Like that's all.
0: See, that's what's crazy is I get none of that.
1: Wow.
0: And like he must follow people, or they might just be sending him fucking garbage bullshit. And they're like, this guy has never liked anything. Maybe he will someday.
1: Maybe yeah. But
0: but like yeah, the because it started off as musically, like the lip sync app, and. I never get, like, thirst trap or lip sync TikToks. I, no. I'd i love to get a little, hey, TikTok, if you're listening, give me some thirst traps here and there, you know? Make yeah, sure.
1: squeeze it into Janine. Yeah, yeah. Squeeze, it in that it in. gri- squeeze
0: it in that algorithm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, that's what I like, is I don't see any of that, the fucking cringy shit or, like, whatever. They just don't give you that once you're like, that's not my department.
1: You know what? Oh, so I have two things. I, I think... I, I kind of like a top 10 because then we can all talk about it, you know, like top 10 trending things. Like, like, I I like less the fact that uh, the algorithm is curated for you and your person or your profile specifically. And I would like to have like, you know, like a top 10 list so that we could all, you know, kind of talk about it like a water cooler type of thing. But also this whole conversation makes me think like of, a conspiracy you know like this is all like some kind of crazy conspiracy and do you think that like because we're uh bred floridians that we have like in it like an instinct to go towards some kind of like conspiracy
0: yeah i think we're yeah. just like you know what it's a fucking scam dude everyone's trying to scam <laughs> what are they trying to do you know like fuck it
1: that's how they get you yeah <laughs> do you believe in any conspiracies are there any conspiracies that you you 100 percent believe in
0: oh man, it's hard because I don't 100% believe in anything. Especially myself, dude. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I I worked on a Bigfoot TV show for two seasons. Oh
1: my God, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And when I first started, I was just like deep diving, consuming all Bigfoot content. Yeah. And like for the first like week or two, I was like, guys, Bigfoot's like Bigfoot's obviously fucking real, right? Like Bigfoot's obviously real, and that was just like you know the content that I was consuming. Like, it just persuades people to believe what they want you to believe, and like the I algorithm, the algorithm, dude. But it always comes back to it. Yeah, yeah. I I have watched like conspiracy theory videos that I'm like, this is so absurd. But I watched the video and I'm like, I I understand how people get convinced to believe this. <sighs>
1: But I yes. don't know.
0: I don't know. I definitely think that there's like aliens, I guess, if that's like right. I, mean, I, I definitely think there's other stuff out there. Um But other than that, not really, not I think really.
1: I think that I think what you just said is so important. Like you, you just acknowledged how people could believe in Bigfoot because of the wealth of um information that targets those types of people or. Slanted information or whatever, because when I was younger, I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, Bigfoot exists, like duh, of course, like Santa, uh, Santa exists, of course. But now I think I'm so close to what you're thinking. It's like I could see how somebody could draw that conclusion. Like I was in, I was uh, camping in Big Bear, and uh, I, you know, on uh, this balcony, I was with a few friends, and I looked out, and there were, you know, it was such a clear day, it was beautiful, and I could see all these hills all these mountains all these trees and i was thinking like oh wow like if you look at this view you like you gotta think that something like that out there exists right like i was looking at this massive mountain with all these trees and you know snow melting and i'm like something's gotta be out there you know
0: yeah it's like i have been on the phone or skyping or facetiming with Grown men who are crying about how scary Bigfoot was when they met it and really and I'm just like This person believes this Like like, who the fuck am I to be like, that's not true, dude. It's like do I think it's true? No, because That's it is pretty pretty a pretty out there conspiracy. Yeah, but you know hey some people are so fucking sure of that shit like I think politically it's shown a lot in the past like five years, but like with just QAnon and the the things that they believe, that's like insane, but people believe it so passionately.
1: With the Bigfoot stuff, would you say that it borders on religion? Like you're talking about people crying to you. Like do people believe in it? Like they, like some other people believe in their religion?
0: Yes. A hundred million percent because it's like, people when they're incredibly religious will find signs in things it's like it's like horoscopes or uh the number
1: 23 that jim carrey movie did you see that yes
0: yeah Yeah. it's like Like that yeah or like when you get a car you start seeing that car everywhere you're like oh my god everyone got this car it's like (laughs) no you're you need to fill those gaps in your brain and so we do that naturally as humans and so I think. Definitely, also in the Bigfoot world, it's the same as like religion. Like people are, people dedicate their lives to it. Like it's, I've heard crazy stories from people, and it's like that's what they believe.
1: The Bigfoot world. Well, I want to talk about more of your fun jobs, but I want to answer my own question about uh uh, conspiracies because the conspiracy that is that I I most like that I most want to believe is that Stevie Wonder can see and he's not actually blind and that is his his gimmick is he's blind yeah that like i i've seen uh, the video of him performing with paul mccartney paul mccartney runs across the stage hits the microphone over stevie grabs it and then he's like in two in a second and a half the microphone falls on its way to the ground stevie reaches for it and he goes oh shit i'm supposed to be blind then he pulls his hand back and i you know i i guess i want that to be true that more than anything because i think what an incredible gimmick to keep for forever you know yeah
0: it's like good for you dude like, <laughs> it's is it fucked up yeah probably i don't know who the fuck am i to say like that's problematic but like <laughs> would he be who he is if he wasn't blind probably not so you did it dude good for you
1: i mean i don't know is is that a problematic thing it's like uh it might be
0: but i I, I mean i think it's like you know not mocking but well maybe mm, taking advantage i don't know (laughs) i'm not smart enough for this conversation
1: (laughs) (laughs) i just yeah i just i'm like if if it came out tomorrow that stevie wonder can see i would be like I would be more of a fan than I am today.
0: I think I would, too. Yeah. And I acknowledge that, like, maybe that's fucked up, but I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> I'd be like, damn. Like, nobody keeps secrets nowadays. And
0: fucking Stevie, you know? It's like, to a to an even bigger extent, when Beyonce came out with Lemonade, yeah. I was like, they made all these songs and videos and no one violated their NDA? What the heck? Right? Can you imagine... How many people have to know that he can see and they're just like we don't we don't say it.
1: Yeah, and he's and he really is doubling down with that terrible hairstyle. He's he's like half bald, but he's got like uh um his hair is like he's got like a weird ponytail uh and he's like that's like his safe, you know, bet. It's like, "Oh, you know, I'm bald obviously, look at my hair," you know? <laughs>
0: I yeah, can't tell like it. If I could see, I would never have this haircut, guys. Yeah, exactly. Come on.
1: But he's always buttoning his shirt up properly. And I have both eyes, 20-20 vision. Sometimes I miss a button, you know?
0: Yeah, I think every time I don't start from the bottom, I miss a button. And I start off <laughs> confident. From like the start, bottom? Yeah, I have to you start, start from, from the bottom. The bottom. Okay. That's the only way I don't miss a button. Because if I come... <laughs> I come from the top and I'm like, this feels correct. I am confident about this placement. And then I get down like three buttons and I'm like, that's not right. Sorry, <laughs> like, you could
1: tell because your shoulders are off a little bit. Yeah, or things
0: are off. Suddenly there's like a longer flap and I'm like, oh, you know what? I fucked up. Let's start over again.
1: <laughs> you've had a, other than the Bigfoot job, you've had a series of fun jobs. And uh, speaking of NDAs, you were on the Netflix sensation Uh, the floor is lava I think you could have been the host I think you should you should have auditioned for that part but uh what was it like competing in that in that game show
0: um it was insane it was incredibly hard like every time anyone oh my god yeah because the lava is lube based what yeah so it's I slipped when I slipped I slipped on the lava like it's Lube base. So when we got out of it, they had multiple PAs squeegee off our bodies to get all the stuff off and then give us towels. They use like 2000 towels a day or something insane.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So it's slippery as fuck. So everyone's like I get roasted by like three year olds that are like my friend's kids. And they're like, you fell off the bed. Like, why (laughs) didn't you just watch? Watch me jump. Oh, see, you do it like that. I'm like, yeah, you little fucking twerp. I'm going to cover <laughs> your full body in lube, and I make everything spin around, you fuck.
1: <laughs> Plus, we were high, man. Come on, yeah. you know? Smoke some of this weed, kid.
0: Yeah, come on. Get fucked up. Dude,
1: that is so... So it's lube. The lava is essentially lube? Yeah. Wow. How? How, number one, manipulative. Yeah. Like, because, you know, I wouldn't assume that. I would just... I don't know what I assumed. I assumed it was like Kool-Aid, Yeah, (laughs) you know?
0: No, slippery as fuck.
1: And it's dyed too, right? Like, wasn't it like red colored or something like that or no? What was it? No, it it
0: was all lighting and color correction. It was clear.
1: So could you see to the floor?
0: No, because it was like so deep and viscous. It was like foggy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because i think they legally because our whole bodies went in it i think it had to be a hundred percent safe to eat if anyone accidentally got any sick so (laughs) fucking yeah dude (laughs) um so it's like it's definitely partially like a lot of it is lube based
1: right 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 and uh janine is setting her egg timer over there did
0: you hear that i, knocked <laughs> I don't over, know what you're
1: doing i i knocked
0: <laughs> i knocked over my fucking adb timer like a fucking twat <laughs> and then it started beeping and i had a meltdown about the alarm was gonna go off and so i fixed it but yeah my eggs are gonna be done soon so okay good i'm gonna good. need to jet
1: <laughs> <laughs> your eggs are coming up that is so wild and like so then what was the process of you going like applying for that and like doing it and did you get any practice runs
0: no so we were able to very briefly glance at a drawing of mm. what the course was or something oh my god for like a very small amount of time and then we were never allowed to talk about it like with our teammate or with anyone else or whatever to be like oh shit like what what happened with the rope part like And I have ADD, so I looked at that thing, I stared at it, and then it was gone out of my head. Like it didn't (laughs) help help me. And we went up against fucking professional rock climbers and firefighters. So like we never had a chance, anyways. And we knew that like they brought us in as two comedians. We knew we were the the comedic relief. And we actually did another course before that. We like actually did very well on. So if only they would have put that one on the show.
1: Oh, Um, but they didn't air that
0: yeah they didn't include that course for some reason
1: damn them but
0: yeah so we just like i don't even remember the audition process it was like you know i was with Alyssa sabo who's a game show queen
1: she Um, really is
0: so they literally text her like the the casting people of game shows will will like text her and be like you'd be great for this do you want to do this and then wow try to get her into it so we did that and uh went through like the casting process and um yeah so we we it was filmed in the old ikea and burbank no way i swear to god dude swear to god so
1: they had all so number one they got all this furniture like no don't you have to move it out just leave it we're just gonna soak it in jump uh, on it (laughs) we're gonna just jump on it put it on revolving like spinning platforms and uh, soak it in lube and there's a little swedish guy in the corner going don't do that to my furniture. <laughs> and, yeah. My art. My art. Yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, it's fucking rickety and was put together by a college student. Oh my god! Get out of here.
0: Yeah. So, so you pull we, up. Yeah. I pull up to the old IKEA yeah. and and we go in and like it's super top secret because they didn't want us to catch a glimpse of it because then we're cheating or whatever. Right. So like we had to go to these like little our dressing rooms which was like a fucking closet um a literal
1: yeah because you're getting dressed in like (laughs) a 200 square foot apartment oh wow everything's here yeah yeah it
0: was truly (laughs) like a closet upstairs at ikea and if you've never taken an ice cold shower in an old shut down ikea while covered in lube it's an experience for for the books uh you can't you don't forget that experience but yeah, and then we we had to go, like, get physicals to make sure that we were healthy enough to do it. Right. Um, but yeah, it was fucking insane. It was like two days of filming. Whoa. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, it was wild. That's was crazy.
1: crazy. Yeah. Did, did they have to do like a background
0: check on you or anything weird? They did. I got and I think I maybe still have it somewhere. I got a packet of 22 pages of things that they wanted me to delete from social media.
1: What?
0: (laughs) Like, fucking tweets I've done and pictures that are, like, revealing, like, everything from my modeling site. Like, everything. And I had to, like, fight with them and be like, I can't take down, like, my modeling portfolio. Like, I get it that it's, like, not what you would like to see. And there was a lot of, like, dumb tweets where, like... I was like dressed up as a cop and I was holding a gun at the camera and I'm like, "Do you like me? Yes or no? Answer quick." <laughs> so like there was st- a bunch of stupid shit like that that they're like, "You can't be near a gun. You can't whatever." So yeah. I did have to delete some stuff, but yeah, I got a fucking 22-page packet. Wow. They were, like, they were like, "Dude, you you are the most problematic person on this whole show <laughs> as far as like things that we need you to delete." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that makes sense." <laughs>
1: That's crazy. Did a what? How big was Alyssa's packet? Like a half page?
0: Yeah, she like <laughs> it was so small. Yeah. I'm actually not even sure if she even got anything. And they gave me this like thick packet, and I was Ugh. like, "What?" And it was like they had done a deep dive. Like they found tweets from like 2012 or like insane stuff that I was like, "Whoever had to read through all of the shit I've ever put on the internet." God bless them because yeah Jesus.
1: if that PA is out there contact the show I want to talk to you that's yeah, a crazy job imagine I that. don't know
0: how much you it was like a, a law firm like I had to sign all these papers <laughs> and they did like a deep fucking dive and like they even found an old interview that I did a while ago that like in there i briefly mentioned having epilepsy and they like included that because that was like i was i'm a risk if i have epilepsy whatever and they had it highlighted and circled whatever uh so they like i don't know how they dug that deep but they're good at their job
1: dang man i mean i want i would want to do something like that just to have those memories it's like oh i forget that you know i you know dressed in blackface that one time (laughs) (laughs) something ridiculous
0: it's like, I got stuff and I was like, really? Like, Jeez. Uh, I said that, I don't know. Like, it was like, just the dumbest shit. Like nothing that I was like, oh God, they, they're they gonna kick me off SNL for this. Thank
1: you. <laughs> yeah, they. the last page is like your fifth grade school portrait and you're giving the fingers. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs>
0: they're like, this is not gonna work for us.
1: No, uh, you know what's funny? We were just, we're talking about these odd jobs and as Floridians, we're scrappy, we're survivors you had this one job that I just remembered it wasn't it on a porn site or a porn porn Have you ever talked about it? you I'm sure you have
0: I not like super at length just because my Instagram story speaks for itself so beautifully like <laughs> it's incredible uh, that, I, that I fucking documented the entire two days because I got asked if I wanted to do that job and mm-hmm. I was like no, but I think I have to like for this yeah experience. Exactly. I think I, I have to do this and see like what this is like. And so, so what yeah, was just, your,
1: what was your position?
0: I was PA, mm-hmm. which just means that I like took apart beds and put them in different places in this big, gross porn house and like, also <laughs> ran audio. So like, I just had headphones on and you I could just hear every noise. <sighs> it was a truly insane experience.
1: Is it is it easy to see how PAs, sound people, grips just kind of throw like decide to just be in that industry? Like like I bet there were. I bet after that you could have gotten work every single day, every, for you know for a year just working on porn sets, right? Like, is it easy to get sucked into that sort of thing? Like reality TV is.
0: I think yes because just like anything else once you're like in that world you're like this is just what i do yeah and it was it was weird because it was the first time i had ever been in a room with a bunch of other people and we're all just watching these two people fuck.
1: speak for yourself
0: when it it like first first started i i was like oh my god this is happening oh my god this is happening this is like a roller coaster yeah i was like this is wild this is wild and then i was like but this is kind of hot, though, right? <laughs> Does anyone else feel like this is hot? No, it's all old news to you guys. Okay. And then by lunchtime, the first day, I was like eating macaroni and cheese, watching someone fuck someone in the ass, and I was like unfazed.
1: <laughs> Did you recognize the performers?
0: I didn't. So it was a it was a trans anal porn with a beautiful message about accepting trans people. It was yeah. Wild wow like they sent me a a 12 page script before i did the job and i was like i don't know what is happening here oh my god yeah Yeah. wow it was was called transgressions if anyone wants to look it up hot film. (laughs) what a fake name in the credits i don't really remember what it was of course that's the name
1: transgressions yeah of course that's the name that's incredible it's beautiful uh so So
0: i just built bed i brought beds to different rooms in this like mansion that apparently has been in like every fucking porn ever nice and the the camera guy's like hey man just don't sit on that couch okay and i'm like yeah yeah yeah, i'm going <laughs> fucking sit on anything dude
1: okay whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. what's the hold up dude it's ad time oh yeah it's ad time And let the good time roll. You know, since 2015, Totally Good Time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s, 2000s, and niche entertainment favorites. Well, what do they got? Uh, How about bringing on Toro sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records staff tee for Rex Manning Day? Check. New Girl True American Hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four. Check. Now, go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSIS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code FLORIDAVS15 for 15% off your order today. do 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 Add time. This is what prepared you for the floor is lava because in that mansion, there was just as much lube on the furniture. Just,
0: yeah just as slippery <laughs> and i was jumping around so i was on a bed you know i had to i made it work
1: what'd you do with those clothes that you wore that like those days like did oh, what, what happened do you burn them
0: i came home and and it was like long hours but yeah also I bet. like not as bad of a rate as i expected i don't remember what it was but i remember being like this is kind of a decent rate for yeah. the, for me the pa sure um but yeah i absolutely like sh- showered took the longest hottest shower in all of the land both days and went to bed and i just was like i don't i don't really know what's going to happen but i'll get it again tomorrow like <laughs> weird dude
1: oh my gosh that's ridiculous uh <laughs> so many fun jobs uh you uh have been when did you move out to los angeles
0: early in january of 2013 okay january flight on january 9th and came january 10th
1: no way yeah did you th- did you like were you at like a big party the night before and like slept through it or what what I, what, what led to you what missing? It it? Yeah,
0: I sh- I took too long to shit. <laughs> in to the God. air in the airport? No, at home before oh, I I had a horrible stomachache ache I was taking yeah. like bad poop and then <laughs> it made us too late and I missed the flight for us. It was great. <laughs> it was the most janine Hogan thing I've ever done.
1: That's incredible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you made it out here, you performed all over the city and all over the state, many, many uh festivals. And I got to see you up in San Francisco, which was in- incredible. And you do like you're you're you were part of the my record release party at um uh the Uncle Polly's Deli in LA. And yeah, dude, you're you're so unique and so original and so so funny. Uh thank you. As as someone like as as everybody has had this time over the last year or so to kind of reflect on themselves and um, reflect on their lives and, you know, take stock in things. At what point did you find yourself saying like, all right, this is my thing. Like this is, if someone comes to a Janine Hogan show, this is what they're going to expect, or this is my deal. And like, how did you, how did you get to that point? Cause I, I think it's a, a, a challenging thing for a lot of people from Florida as we can talk about like Florida artists, but like, how did you, like, what was that process for you to say like, oh, this comes natural to me or like, this is where I want to write from, or this is like what I want people to expect.
0: I think it's like, cause I grew up, you know, in South Florida, it's like huge hip hop culture. So I grew up mm-hmm. very ingrained in hip hop culture and in that world. And, uh, and I used to, once I started doing comedy, I was doing like hip-hop improv where we would beatbox and, and do songs and whatever it sounds a lot uh shittier than it
1: <laughs> who were kind of the who are the hip-hop idols that you had growing up or like who like who were like the three people that you listened to
0: man i i try to think because you know you throw on that like early 2000s playlist and you're like mm. these songs are all so fucking incredible yeah but, but like for some reason I was obsessed with Lil Wayne he yes a Lil Wayne fan I was like, man's genius absolutely uh and then I, I just remember being I remember on my 13th birthday I had some friends at my house and all we did was call the radio over and over again to try to get them to play um sprung by T-Pain <laughs> oh yes and Tallahassee Payne it, yeah they played it so many fucking times that day like For anyone who wasn't us at my 13 year old birthday hangout, that was a really terrible day on the radio because they just played (laughs) it so much for us, which I was like, shout out to the new X one Oh two three. That doesn't exist anymore.
1: New X one (laughs) Oh two three. Yeah, I love it. I, my, my, the, the ones that I, the artists I listened to on the radio the most or my, the CDs I had were big timers, Usher and Eminem. Big timers, Atlanta. You know, I loved Outcast as well. I I, I like T Pain as well, but more honorable mention. But I felt like the angst that was coming from Eminem was very Floridian.
0: Yeah, I mean, Eminem is white Troy. trailer trash. Uh huh. Uh He is. He, I. He is us. <laughs> so. Right. like I. I. He is Florida. Like he's not from Florida, <laughs> but he is Florida. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I I was super into Eminem. I remember being like incredibly young and like listening mm. to his album, which just like yeah, where it's just like an audio skit of him murdering his fucking girlfriend, <laughs> like crazy shit. And I'm like eight years old, just like fucking feeling it, dude. I'm like <laughs> should not have been consuming that, but uh. yeah, he's he's a real he's like a you know when famous people get like a uh a, a doctorate from like universities as like kind of like a like not real but like whatever right that's that's eminem's florida card like
1: yeah like a doctor of humane letters like eminem would be like a you know a the king of the trailer parks
0: yeah yeah he's like (laughs) he's he's right there with it
1: uh so okay so you grow up appreciating hip-hop getting into comedy and then and then then what was like the next step
0: and i sort of discovered looping as like a a thing where i could I just found myself getting very bored with mm. like traditional uh, comedy, like going to shows and kind of when I was doing stand up, doing the same thing every time, or like right. I just I just I got too like I was like ah, I got to I just am bored of the same shit, um, and so when I discovered looping, it was kind of a way for me to like be really fucking like weird and absurdist yeah. on stage. And Just do like whatever the fuck I wanted have it be different every time have it be like very interactive and like fuck with people and Get the crowd like involved And and I just didn't I liked walking up on stage and being like I have no idea what is gonna happen and then yeah. walking off stage and being like I have no idea what happened Like <laughs> Just like I liked the the freedom of being able to do whatever the fuck sh- happens like that was very comforting to me and and I, you know, having a, a background of, of growing up with a lot of hip hop and whatever, like having that moment where me, a uh, five foot ten skinny <laughs> fucking ginger white, ha- white girl, starts beatboxing and rapping and, and just seeing the people in the audience be, be so confused and like not sure if they like it. I fucking love, I get, oh, oh. <laughs> I love that moment where people are like, what is happening? That gets my, my stinky little dinky heart. I fucking love it.
1: That's amazing. I encourage anyone listening to check out jam space and then uh, your Instagram and TikTok also have those, you know, some loops on there, right?
0: Yeah. There's some like looping <clears> videos on there, but um, I've been doing a lot of Twitch live streams where, you know, yeah. I interact with commenters and they can, uh, choose what i make songs about etc etc
1: what's your twitch uh profile
0: also j9 underscore hogan
1: wow you 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 got the you're an early adapter that you got i bet i I can let me guess your uh your your gmail account (laughs)
0: it's (laughs) is it there's one other janine hogan who's a teacher who beat me to everything no that's why i have to have the underscore
1: dang when you when you came out here uh, before. Uh, last thing before we leave when you came out here uh, to LA did you find it hard to find footing because in in like the indie scene or like the comedy scene that we were in because there were so many people identifying as like oh I'm a New Yorker and like you know this is the New York style this is the LA style and like for me I just didn't feel a way that I fit in. For you it seemed like you were like I don't give a fuck, I'm just going to do my thing. But it took me it took me forever because I was trying to I was trying to find like a home at one of these theaters and I was just like, man, there's all these New York people, there's all these, you know, uh tried and true LA people and I'm like, I don't even know what a Florida thing is, you know? Cuz like when I think of like a Florida artist, I think of somebody that like bends, you know, metal into like this like experimental like outdoor iguana piece you know or like somebody that's trying to be jackson pollock or like you know someone that's doing that's trying to recreate haikus you know like some like some someone ridiculous and yuppie and you know without a shirt on so i'm like man i don't i don't didn't even know who to identify with what was that like did that period ever uh did you ever experience that period or like, what was that like for you?
0: I, yeah, I think like when I first started and I was doing stand up and improv and I was like doing the things that everyone's supposed to do. Mm. I think that's when I started to be like, this doesn't feel like me. This doesn't feel like, you know, I'm like checking the boxes and doing the shows and whatever. And I'm like, but I don't enjoy it. Like the amount that I should. And I think like Florida is a place of such fucking chaos. And like, insanity and like everyone knows that it's like a, a running thing that people are just like yeah it's a fucking shit show down there <laughs> and i think that looping and like having that chaos and that wildness was my version of like florida-fying whoa uh, comedy i guess in a way yeah so yeah i mean i think for me it's just like yeah because florida's insane so much crazy shit happens in Florida. <laughs> so like I just, I just think it's like I needed, I needed my comedy to also be like weird as fuck.
1: That's how, yeah, yeah, that's how you were able to transport that feeling into your art. That's so, oh my god, that's so. I mean, of course, you know, like that's that's amazing, dude. I I think of 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 Florida sometimes as like a hurricane. Like if you're in the middle of it, you're in the eye. It seems calm. There's a a lot of crazy shit around you happening but it seems normal because there's crazy shit everywhere you turn. Mm -hmm. But the minute that the hurricane passes or you leave that area, it's like, holy, like looking at it from like a thousand feet in the air, like, oh my God, like what?
0: Yeah. You're like, holy shit. That's, oh, that's not what normal is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's not how it's supposed to be.
1: (laughs) You recently took your trip to Florida. Uh, Did you see any like wild shit or mostly just like QAnon Trump flags?
0: Oh man. A lot, (laughs) a lot of that, a lot of that uh it was wild to be you know in my beautiful la liberal bubble uh, to then go to every every person is anti-vax and anti-mask it was weird i'm so fucking glad i didn't i never would have gone before i was vaccinated because that shit's it was and i still was terrified like i still hated it all i was like anytime people were like let's go here i was like let's not though (laughs) i would have been thinking about it and i was thinking that let's not
1: when you when you traveled there was this april or may
0: This was May.
1: Okay. Jeez, man. I mean, yeah. Crazy times. Oh, uh, before I get you out of here, very last thing. No, I I haven't
0: even, we've been talking about so much stuff. I haven't even told any crazy Florida stories.
1: Hit me with your crazy Florida stories, dude. What's, I mean, what's one off the top, off the dome?
0: Off the top of my head is Tyler Hadley. Oh God. High school classmate.
1: I love that name already.
0: Yeah. High school classmate. (laughs) And there's been, like, a bunch of documentaries about him, whatever. He asked his parents if he could throw a party.
1: Documentaries?
0: Yeah, just wait. They're, like, they, he asked his parents if he could throw a party that night at the house, and they said no. So he killed them both with a hammer and threw a party with their bodies in the house. This is in my hometown. Shit. I swear to God. Google Tyler Hadley, dude. I have friends who are at that party. They did a Rolling Stone piece on it where they interviewed some people I know. Like, dude, this was my high school fucking classmate who lost his shit and so and so people were partying all night at this house not realizing that both of his parents dead bodies were in the bedroom under a bunch of like papers and files and shit
1: okay and this is in port saint lucie the home of uh, the spring the spring training home of the mets and the home of megan fox uh correct so (laughs) this dude tyler hadley he buried his parents like that for that night in their bed and then put like garbage on top of them.
0: Yeah. So like someone <laughs> someone like saw through an outside window that there was, like a huge mess in the parents' bedroom of like papers and just a bunch of like shit everywhere. And it was just a bunch of random shit to try to hide his fucking parents' bodies, dude.
1: Oh, my God. Imagine. And this was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine being like some horny high school couple. They go up to the parents' bedroom, they're trying to hook up and oh my god, wait, there's somebody already here. Wait, they're dead. How did he kill them?
0: He kill oh, I didn't even say he killed them both with a hammer. He smashed them in the head with a hammer. That,
1: oh my god. Isn't
0: that next level, dude? That's fucking crazy.
1: That is so next level. That is I thought you were gonna bring up like the Project X kid or something like <laughs> that. Remember that movie? Remember that <laughs> yeah, movie? Yeah, I do oh my god that's insane and so what so okay was he tried as an adult like what happened like what was the aftermath
0: they i think they like just uh tore down the house because they the family was like trying to sell it the other Mm. son was trying to sell it and couldn't no one buying that house okay Um, but yeah he's in prison uh i think he got tried as an adult i think he was like 16 or 17 um and I, I don't, I mean, I imagine he'll be in prison for his life, I assume. But. Worth it, bro, to fucking party, <laughs> party man. Party, dude, the sickest party <laughs> of the year.
1: That, I mean, that had to have been a crazy party. Like, right?
0: I mean. Or, I or what, what had
1: you heard about it?
0: I, like, heard about the party, but it wasn't necessarily, like, my crowd. Of right, I see. To To go to. But I, um. Yeah, it was just like a, a casual, I mean, I don't, listen, it was a different time, but in right. Florida, we used to say white people parties and black people parties. Uh, right, of course, like, of course. Yeah. White people party is like music and beer pong and everyone talks and black people party is like pitch black. We're grinding. and Oh, it's like, yeah. And it's like no one knows what's happening. It's like yeah. house and everyone's sweaty. Right. So it was definitely a white people party where like it was just like chilling vibes. Okay. So, I mean... I feel like if that was gonna be your last party of your life, you should have done better, dude. I don't know. Like you, you threw away everything for that party. I don't know. You should have just like got a bounce house or something.
1: What's the best way to cover that up? Like if if he was smart and he was if he was smarter and he was thinking about his future, which he was clearly not. What's the best way to cover that up? Is it to light your house on fire, and then the the parents' bodies are you know burned?
0: No, because they would look and they'd be like, why are both of these bodies bodies here? And why are both of their skulls smashed? In? <laughs> like, I think Jesus that Christ. I think that there's no way he could have reasonably right. Saved himself once he made that decision.
1: My goodness. I've never been that mad at my my family.
0: <laughs> fucking wait. My dad is a literal crackhead. And I have never, like, a literal crack addict and alcoholic, and I've never been like, I think I should smash him in the head with a hammer. That would help. <laughs> like that's, just, <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's crazy.
1: Have you ever tried crack?
0: Oh, every day.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard that. I haven't either, but I've heard that the first time you try it, it's amazing. But you can't, like, every other time you're trying to chase that high, it's impossible it to.
0: Never get. happens again. Yeah.
1: so i'm trying what if i organize a group of people to try it for the first time together
0: we all do crack
1: we all do crack together i mean just one time just one time
0: that'd be pretty tight (laughs) i would get it and i'd be like you know what my childhood makes sense you're You're like like, fuck kids dude this is (laughs) way better
1: everything snaps like a puzzle for you and you're like fuck if I just had this, that's your medicine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like I just call him. I just call him and I'm like, dude, I get it. My bad for ever having a problem with your lifestyle. That shit slaps my ass. It's great.
1: I'll be honest. I would probably call my dad, too. Who I've been talked <laughs> <laughs> talked to my whole life, basically. Uh, all right. I'm going to get you out of your last thing. Uh, what's your Publix sandwich order? Oh, has got one
0: chicken tender sub. Oh, yeah. Obviously, American cheese ranch Ooh. pressed hard to find a fucking press at any more Publixes. I don't even think any of them have them anymore yeah but it's like a panini put, press like, yeah they would put like this special butter on the outside fucking press it oh slaps my ass it's <laughs> well, uh, so good
1: did you say American cheese
0: yeah American wow cheese. controversial but it's I mean you know if it's fake I like it
1: hey man me too
0: that's my dietary <laughs> style
1: if it's fake I like it cheese boobs lube everything yeah <laughs> all right well janine thanks so much for joining me i really appreciate it dude uh, anything anything else to add uh before we before i let you go
0: um i don't think so i just you know hey thanks for having me yeah um i'm trying to think of a very florida picture that i can send you <laughs> i know for a fact there's multiple photos of me with cornrows because I had, I had cornrows <laughs> for my entire fucking Child and teenage years. And
1: you just you sent me a uh, tub girl. You sent me the tub girl picture. So I thank did, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, thank you so much. It's been a, a blast and a half.
1: Absolutely. And uh, I want to thank my producers uh who produced this uh podcast episode in part. Thank you, Mike, Gina, Justin Collier, Kelvin, Dawn, Susie, Lindsay, Peter, Allison P, Kevin, and Lauren S and Janine. Dude, uh, anytime you want to come on, Riff loop do whatever you want to do uh you're always invited on and i encourage everyone to listen to both of janine's podcasts uh jam space and totally rad and check her out on the internet
0: thank you yeah I, you know i'll tell you what you got the tip of the florida iceberg from this brain baby so we'll oh man to come back <laughs> <laughs> we
1: gotta dive deeper next time and crash yeah. man all right uh thanks uh so much for listening floridians i'll talk to you next time bye